Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> We're supposed to stay consistent with these things, you know, stay consistent every week. Yeah. Uh, the last three weeks been a little bit much. Uh, you just got home from Cabo. I did. My 40th birthday. Happy 40th birthday, Christina. Thank you. It was amazing. I watched kids and cried <laughs> alone and suffered. Aw. Well, I didn't know that. You did not um, make me feel like a burden or guilty or anything like that. So that was very nice, not feeling like that. You held the fort down. Thank you. You held the fort down, there and I appreciated you. Only a couple police officers, fire department, mental uh, <laughs> shrinks, and oh um, I survived. You survived. But it's not over yet. No, it's oh, not. Oh, there's a lot more to go. I don't know what's going on, but I guess I'm supposed to get ready for Friday. And he Saturday. And Saturday. And Sunday. I don't know when and this I is coming out. And I got a bunch but... <laughs> of work that came up this week over oh, at yeah. Fox. And then... Lots of work. Now I'm watching kids again all day on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> you know what? But and I'm yeah. going to be flying with two kids by myself soon. But they're so excited. They're going to do great. They're so excited. They are frequent flyers. For they, sure. they They do great. For sure. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that as well. And... Just figuring everything out and getting all the travel stuff ready. For yeah, the kids, kids, kids to Florida, obviously built in childcare. All the grandparents are there. Mm -hmm. All the houses have pools. All the cousins are there. Yeah, we can. So you're going. I'm going to stay back for like yeah. a week, do some extra jobs here, and then fly over there and meet you. Yes. By the way, my 40th birthday, which has passed, we were supposed to be in Europe. I know. And what happened to that? COVID. So I didn't get a 40th birthday. So I still get to celebrate a 40th birthday. Yay. So I told him, I told him, pick a place that you want to go and go with your friends and do a guy's trip and I'll stay with the kids. You can go. Okay. Amalfi Coast, Florence, first class <laughs> on Emirates and it's at least 10 days. Great. Who wants to send cash? We'll put a Venmo <laughs> link. Down. No, all, no. Ser all serious though. Like, so yeah, no, we, we survived we just, it and it's it's yeah. still here. And that said, why don't you talk about everyone's getting divorced and people are crazy and losing their minds. And yeah. we're just, every day something else is coming down the pipelines. What happened recently in the neighborhood was, in, I mean, like yeah. there is, things aren't, Good. No, <laughs> in the world just, right now. You know, and I we're think people it. are really needing uh, support and mental health. I think that's a big thing. I think people are not reaching out for help in time. I don't want to reach out sometimes because I don't want to be a burden to people. Right. And I just feel like we need to be a support to one another and people need to be able to be transparent and no judgment, that kind of thing. And I have, um, you know, I know of a few people that are going through divorces and are dealing with some things and that we never even knew one couple separated. We didn't even know about that. And mm. they got back together. Right. Mm. I, the last soccer game, we were talking about that stuff. Remember? Hmm. You don't remember that anyway. Well, I don't, but I, I, I think, I think it's just happening so often that everything, it just seems. Yeah. 
Like I can't remember who it is because yeah, there's right. just a, a lot of stuff going. It's challenged on. us. Hey, we like over COVID. We, I mean, we were running on thin ice. Well, I know at a time when even when we were in Nashville. I mean, this was before COVID. Nashville. <laughs> People love Nashville, and I, more power to you. But we that was one of our hardest moments in our marriage. Was Nashville absolutely was was the, the craziest transition hardest moment. Uh, in our marriage, you know, we made it, but other people have not. And but I think also our foundation wasn't set on each other. I think that's the right. Thing. Yeah, our true like we're both Christian. Our true mm-hmm. north, you know, our foundation is God. It's God. What we have yes. mutual. So we don't go He's to. Our rock. I, I don't rely on your human, you know, flaws or right. and you on mine. I mean, we know that we're failed individuals at a certain extent and that we're all trying to find our way back to you know being better beings and yes it we have that north i call it our true north our true like, north god yes. is our true north and i'm yes. not preaching to anybody whatever you're believing but you know a lot of couples we know don't really have any foundation to go on and they kind of just drift into their own understandings and their own ways and yeah their own human processing and you kind of end up at a wall at a certain point and but i think something that really helped me uh, realizing through everything that we've been through is that it's okay to get help. Oh, yeah. Like we've been through c- couples counseling. Oh, I love help. And we've done that a few times. Yeah. But one of the big things for me is I was able to get therapy. Yeah. So Christina was for the really the first time in your life able to start seeing a therapist. Yeah. And having a person who wasn't giving a biased point of view to offload your crap. Yeah. Instead of coming to me, you know, or parents or friends, whatever, just someone who's there to let you. Because for so long, I would just bottle it up. It would just all be bottled up, suppressed, suppressed, suppressed. And then one thing would happen, it'd be a trigger. And then I would just kind of blow up. Kind of. Kind. (laughs) I would blow up. Um, And... In my mind, I thought this stigma on therapy, in a sense, just growing up with a grandmother that was manic depressive, and I knew, you know, bipolar. She was bipolar and those kind of things. So you have this stigma when you're growing up that those people need therapists. You know what I mean? Like they need help, kind of thing. But realizing we all need help. Well, also, our parents come from that generation where if you get help, it's kind of like, oh, there's something wrong with you. Right. And like, you know, we, I won't name parents, individuals, but you go to them and they're like, ah, I don't need, that's, you know, for weak people, whatever. I can handle my right. stuff. And you get to know them and it's like, you're dealing with some stuff too. And you got demons from right. like and childhood. It's, and it's always so good to talk about those things and work out those things and be able to see, oh, I can use these tools in my tool belt that my therapist is giving me. Toolbox. My toolbox. You get a tool belt. I you're like, more you're more efficient than me. I like my tool belt. You want Why a am toolbox? I carrying around a toolbox I all the time? Know. You get a tool belt. Well, anyway, sorry. You have more. You need more tools. I think. I do. I need. A, I need a, <laughs> my. I have a Home Depot <laughs> yeah. to deal with my. You have like a. Was that a carrying case of tools? No, it's not a carry. It's a truck. <laughs> a truck of tools just coming at. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still building them. Tools. But for me, it's my it's my little tool belt, <laughs> and I can just pull out some things that help me get through certain situations and yeah. and things like. 
even some things that you say to me in the past, I probably would let it, you know, just sit there and not say anything and get angry and become distant, um, ignore you in a sense when you would come and try to talk to me and give you like a cold shoulder. But now I'm trying to speak to those things and say, hey, you know, what you said, I don't know if you're meaning it this way, but this really hurt me. We're getting really good at communication since you've been in therapy. Yeah. And since there's been a lot of events well, that have happened too. in our circle of friends where you, I think recently you've been really loving towards me and affectionate and like, you know, kind of trying to go. And uh, <laughs> I was just wondering like, well, what do you want from me? And then, no, honestly though, but I think you're realizing that some of my crazy or controlling things maybe wasn't so crazy and controlling lately because you're starting to see other friends who are now in relationships or situations where they're going, oh, yeah, so. It was more of a safety, mm -hmm. you know, keeping me safe in a sense. Right. Which I get, but there's a whole nother side of that for me mm -hmm. as an independent person, independent woman. You're very independent. That I say, you know, I get and I understand where you're coming from and I want to respect that. And so in a lot of situations, I like to respect that. Yeah. But I also want you to know that my brain and the things that I think and my common sense mm -hmm. is in a direction of safety. It's not in a direction of like, let's go have a party in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get crazy. Well, like your recent, your recent like, trip to Mexico, I was kind of freaked out. You know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, Mexico, look, everyone goes there, was, but there are horror stories. It was wonderful. It was fine. Right. Totally. I mean, you Nothing. stayed at the freaking Waldorf Astoria. I mean, okay. I mean. Anyway, <laughs> then we'll get to that. But, you know, you want to get in a taxi and go someplace in Mexico, I'm over here freaking out like this. I mean, right, you're not, you know, this bubbly little myself. cute blonde is just going around. I'm going so, to preface this. Mm. I would not get in a taxi by myself. Thank God. In Mexico. I definitely would go with a group or go with friends that we were together. It's better to be in a group no matter where you go, really. Even in Europe or wherever you go, even in America, you should be going with friends or, you know, you yeah. shouldn't be getting in a... An Uber yeah, but Mexico, or by Mexico is a little different. You got. I just think this day and age, I don't trust people. It's not. Yeah, I, I mean, people true. are absolutely. I mean, look, we live in a very, locker. we live in a very high end area neighborhood, very expensive. This and that, and there's yes. still some crazy stuff that's happened here in the last couple of years. Yeah, that typically doesn't happen here. It's right, which is coming to show that people are changing and. Stuff is coming into neighborhoods that it typically wouldn't. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, there was, I mean, can I even say what transpired? transpired? I wouldn't. It just was on, it was on the news and it said. Something in our neighborhood made global said, news. It said and it, it was, was really in, bad. in a affluent neighborhood. And I laughed. I was like, we're affluent <laughs> neighborhood. Uh, yeah. I guess I don't get that range over now. So, <laughs> no, but like something horrific happened in our neighborhood and it's the second thing that happened and it's typical. It really, not here. I think for me, it shook me because <clears throat> I knew the people in right. a sense. Like, yeah. And it just shows you that things are shifting. Things are shifting. And that's why I say you just need that support. You need that, that there's safe people around you. There's you a great book by uh, Henry Cloud. Mm-hmm called Safe People back in the day, like 10 years ago, I don't know, maybe even 13 years ago, 
or no, it was around 10 years ago, I think. I read that book. Yeah. And he's written some amazing books, like Relationship Boundaries, Relationship and Boundaries, and Marriage and Boundaries, all these books. But Safe People was one that really resonated with me. And Because people used to take advantage of you a lot. Yeah. And I was realizing I have to be able to say no. Yeah. And be around people that are okay when I do say no. Right. And also... I need to be okay when someone says no. And so having that kind of, those kind of friends around me and not feeling guilty if I have to say no to something, it feels great now. So I say no a lot. Yeah. And I still struggle with it. Like, even like, you know, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of offers of things and whatever. And then I, and it's just like, I'm not afraid to say no to certain things anymore. Is this really going to, anyway. But I think, you know, going back to divorce and separations and, and those kind of things in relationships, I think one of those things is, you know, making sure that that's a safe person for you. Well, I have a lot of great friends who would be there on my deathbed, right? Mm-hmm. But does, I mean, and I have some friends who are very successful and wealthy but and this I'm and that, but they're all partner. going. I'm saying like as a partner, like. Well, my point in is, relationships, what so. I was just saying real quickly is like, yeah, you safe, right? So I have friends mm-hmm. who will always lend an open ear and, and, but they're going through a business, you know, running a multi-million dollar business or this and that they don't mm-hmm. have the time or they have three kids or this is going to, and for, for me, it's like, I don't want to bring my crap to you because you already have crap. So mm-hmm. why should I bring my crap? So I'll keep it in, Yeah, you know, and that's where like the therapist thing is where he's, he or she is paid to basically listen and mm-hmm. the ones that I've spoken to genuinely, I think care, but yeah. I don't necessarily go to friends, even though I have safe friends to go to right. and dump my stuff on. So right. that's all I was just trying to Well, I, what I was I'll trying to say is, you know, finding a partner that you feel safe with. I feel safe with you very much. So finding a partner that you can say no to. Yeah. Finding a partner that, you know. We say no to each other. We do. We do say no to each other. And we used to, we both found out we were codependent early on, and we used to try and Mm -hmm. please each other all the time. Yeah, there was a lot of codependency going on. Which then would end up in hellacious death battles. Yeah, we used to get in some really big, brutal fights. Yeah. (laughs) I jumped through a door once, way back in the day. Remember that? Our first apartment, I was like, and these doors were made out of like paper in our first apartment. Oh my god! Didn't I like knock the door well, down or I punched it down or something? You just always like break my things. So yeah, it was like I was a breaker. I th- I would throw stuff. It was just so random. Like no, I was a ho- I was a hole puncher. Remember, I punch holes in things. Yeah, it was just it was so. Uh, where weird. did that come from? Like why not? Uh, like, actually, my, childhood. His I saw stuff would awesome be over stuff. there, like right next to my stuff, and for some reason <clears> he would pick to go to my stuff and break it. I said, why don't you just break your stuff? Stop going to my candles and my like picture frames and my things and break Vi- it. <laughs> visor on your little Hyundai. Oh my goodness. Guys. Being real humble here. Let it rip. You are being so humble. I don't even understand what that was about. I can remember like 20 years ago. going with my friend Katie. Uh, we decided we were going to stop. We were in Miami and we were doing remember. like a shopping, like we were doing like a girl's day and it was her birthday. I, and so then we decided to go down to Miami and to go shopping. And I contacted you and I was like, hey, I'm still with Katie and we're going to we're gonna be in Miami for a little bit. Yeah. And then we'll be back in a few hours and then we can stop, like get dinner together or whatever. And then I got my car back and you said, um, 
I got a little upset that you weren't coming back right away or something like that. And you and I, I went, thought it was like a bachelor party or mm-mm. something. It was like strippers in nope. the conversation. Like and I was like, nope. that, ah! that had, had nothing. Like a, nope. That was another time. Wow. <laughs> I was a very damaged child coming into this relationship. And we then, were kids. And then I went, oh, and I got in the car not thinking anything of anything. <laughs> and you're like, so I did something. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, yeah, I did. Okay. You go, I got a little, I think I got a little upset. A little. You said that. That was your words. Okay. Verbiage. I, I don't remember. I think I got a little upset about you going to <laughs> to Miami um, with your friend Katie because I thought we were gonna spend the day together or something. And and I said, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like that that's not what I had mentioned. Like I told you I was hanging out with Katie today. It was her birthday and all this stuff. And um, yeah, I look up and my visor's just like this, just dangling in the wind. <laughs> yeah, I went aggro on her visor. I just, it was like, broke. It was I went, oh, crap. I hit it too hard, and the thing just like disintegrated It was like off. literally broke in like. Yeah. I didn't realize like that this. And I looked at him, and I said, wait, you did this? Yeah. And he said, yeah, I did. And I said, you are getting this fixed. I I'm surprised not- you didn't say I said, I'm not paying Deuces for this. were out. I said, you're getting this fixed. Well, then after we went to your show in Tampa. Oh, that's scary. I gave you. I. Uh, she's talking about uh, one of my more serious bands had a showcase in Tampa for a label. and I don't want to oh, use the word. We won't say the, the word that begins with a C. But I think it was my fault as well because I. Well, here's the thing. You had asked me for the directions, and I was in the van with all these guys, and I was trying to look. And at the time, we didn't have GPS, so I'm looking on a map, people. We didn't have GPS. Yeah. You didn't couldn't go to Google and no, Google Maps. No, we were, and we were, uh, you know, and there's I'm a bunch of dudes in the van, and there's a girl, and she's trying to give directions. And I'm trying to give directions, and I'm and I got the map. She's always gonna go south. And so I'm telling him, I'm like, you, you're supposed to turn. You're supposed to turn, and. <laughs> Again, we were very young. And anyway, but. there was some verbiage that was that was used, and I decided at that moment, do I want to be in a, a relationship in a life of somebody talking to me this way? Mm-hmm. And so when we got back from that trip, I gave you back your ring, and I said- We were engaged. We were engaged. And I said, you need to get some help. Mm-hmm. And until you get some help- I don't want to be with you. And that was the moment I realized through all my, uh, there'll be an upre- another episode about my upbringing and what I went through. And believe me, I've been through some stuff, but I then realized I had never dealt with my stuff. Mm-hmm. And that point was kind of the pinnacle moment where I came to a realization where I need to, I need to get some advice. I need to talk fighter. to somebody Like about you this. were fighting for me. I remember my cousin, Dan, uh, comes back into the house. It was like two days later, a day later. Your or cousin something. Dan was one of my best friends at the time. It was a day later. Became, he and was like Dan, a brother to me after I and met Dan you. And Dan came into the uh, to my room, and he was like, and I was just in tears. I was just a mess that whole week. Mm-hmm. And he came into my room, and he said, "Christina, ah, uh, Meeks is out front. He's calling me. He Yo, calls Meeks. me Meeks. He calls me Meeks. So this. Meeks is out front, and I said, okay, and he said." Well, 
he really wants to talk to you. I said, I am not talking to him until he gets therapy. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I think you should just talk to him. He really just wants to talk to you. I said, Dan, tell him to go away. <laughs> yeah. And I kept doing that to you. Mm -hmm. And you kept showing up. You didn't give in. I did not give in. No. And then the last time Dan came into the room again and he said, he he's going to therapy. He really wants to talk to you. And I mm -hmm. said, is he really going to therapy? And he said, yes, I think you need to talk to him. So that's when I talked to you. When I knew you had a scheduled appointment, I knew you were going to therapy. I made the decision to go. Yes. Right. I took that leap. Yeah. Which was weird as hell for me. Now it's like everyone talks about therapy. It's like, oh yeah, I got like 27 therapists. But back therapists. then it was a weird back thing. Back then it was like 20 years ago. It was like, this is, I'm, am, I walked into the, like going to the therapy session. I said, there is something really wrong with me. I, I'm like a bad person. I'm a horrible human being. You know, and I was like really not. down on myself. Like I've gotten to this point. Then realizing upon opening up to the therapist, I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much stuff this little boy never mm -hmm. got to process, yeah. fell in love with a wonderful human being, and then in any relationship, I don't care how perfect it is, you're going to have conflict. Right. But if you didn't learn how to deal with conflict growing up, which I didn't, mm -hmm. I saw crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. I brought that into the relationship, not realizing you know, that the person I love the most, I was also controlling everything and getting ex like insane when I felt a threat to that or a threat right. to your safety or whatever right. I'd imagine in my head. Like, I'm going to go to the bachelor party in Miami, whatever the hell it is. It's like, I'm like imagining like, okay, she's, you know, anyway. So well, I think, we've I worked think for through these you, things. there was abandonment. Like oh, you thought yeah, I was leaving. Anytime I would meet up with friends or do something without you, mm -hmm. it was like, she's leaving me. She's never yeah. coming back. I had back. a mother who, you know, left my dad on, and it was crazy and moved overseas to Europe to somebody else. And it was just like... That's it. Boom, well, and cases. then and then yeah. me realizing, oh, it's not it's not that he wants to necessarily control me. It's he loves me so much he thinks he's losing me. Right. Or that people because you you know, you knew a lot of people and there was a lot of, you know, young bucks that were after you. <laughs> And we're <laughs> well, you were upset. Me, and I was just you like, were upset when you, when like, you yeah. saw my phone because honestly, I, it was hard for me to be friends with girls because I didn't trust them because I had a relationship. Yeah, when I met you, you knew with my nothing ex but dudes that cheated on me and yeah. cheated on me with a friend, and it was very upsetting. And so it was hard for me to trust women. Yeah, and guys, it was easier to trust because, in a sense, I kept them at a distance. Like they were my friends, but I kept everybody at a distance because yeah. I didn't know really who to trust. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I just, you know, when you got my phone, I think you I, I left it at your house or something, and you looked through my phone or something. Back then, they were just like I don't even remember little flip phones. Yeah. Or I had a Nokia, Nokia. Right. a Nokia. Yep. And I remember you asking me, um. Why do you have so many guys' numbers in your phone? Yeah. And I said, they're my friends. We go all and hang out at the bar or we'll go play pool or basketball. And then eventually found out they were all in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Hey, it's a miracle. It, it truly is that we've made it this far. But there was love, always true always. love. But there was our grounding in our faith, our and true north was, was there. And that was the biggest thing that you, you and we also have, took me to church. I took you to church. 
for the first time ever, like a dude is taking you to church. And by the way, I'm not I'm not perfect. Like I definitely didn't do things the right way. <laughs> I don't know if you believe it, but yeah, I took her to church. I think we you were know, both I knew that there was something souls, we, we were at that time. We were very lost. At, and, we and were lost souls, and I we think were, and we found each other. I was in, in, a, in our. I was hurting from my past. You were hurting from your past, and we were commiserating together in a sense, and it was unhealthy. Unhealthy yet. In love. But in love. So these two people fall in love with so much baggage. Yeah. And anyway, so fast forward to today. You're my lobster. Okay. So you look like a lobster because you've been in Cabo. <laughs> you just got second degree burns. That's so, another story. I'm so um, burned. We've worked through a lot because we've been open to that. And we've had our true north and our faith. And we've had that grounding. So it's like, at the end of the day, I'm not leaning on her being a perfect person. Right. And she's not leaning on me being a perfect person. Yeah. But as we've gone through these 20, almost 21 years together, wow. we have seen so much catastrophe in relationships and individuals fall apart, mm-hmm. suicides. I mean, Just crazy, everything. crazy stuff. And everything. I guess the whole point of this conversation is, is just, man, we, we got to, there's help out there, but we have to be willing to speak up. Yeah. Reach even out. Even if it may it's, it sucks in the beginning, but it's it's truly the only way because I mean, people are isolating right now like crazy. And yeah. I, and honestly, and this I'm sure you guys can relate. I see some relationships that I think are perfect, mm-hmm. or people that are perfect. And I'm a truth like to be honest, I'm envious of. Yeah, I'm like I I wish I could have that right life or, yeah. or situation or circumstance. Then they're divorced, or it's a suicide, or it's some crazy thing, and it, mm-hmm. so. Everybody has got crap, and if they say their life is perfect, it's probably a bunch of crap. It's you know. No, like, I, I think we're I, all because I know people who say their life work, is perfect, and, and think, they're going through some crap. So I think social media makes it look like it's perfect, but yeah. we're all a work in progress, and I think that's what we're here to say: is that we're not perfect. You're not perfect, and that's okay. Yeah, give yourself grace. But let's be a support for one another. Let's have some transparency. I think this culture of just putting out that everything is great all the time is right. actually very unhealthy. I, I don't, and I don't want this like the brand that you and I have started. Yes. This pot, like I don't. That's why like we're opening up. I'm so sick of that. I'm yeah. so sick of that perfection. Well, and that was something we talked about because I I went to him and I said, I love. I love our podcast. I love talking about, you know, organization and all of the things in your touring. I said, but, and the, and the kids and family, mm-hmm. I said, but I really want to be transparent. Yeah. I don't want Me this too. podcast to be all fluff. Right. I want it to be transparency. Yep. And when we're going through stuff, I want to get on here yeah. and I want you guys to know what we're going through because we do go through things. Yeah. Like I've been sunburnt and really irritable. Well, and there was so also itchy. it's called hell's there, itch. There's, there's a deeper story to that as well. Yeah, of some, but we won't go into that. But yeah, you came yeah. out of some. I thought everything was perfect and butterflies, and your trip had some drama. Some yeah, serious drama. So, and whatever, okay. it's okay. Water under the bridge. But I again had my perspective, and then you opened up to me and vented the whole night, and just like uh, again, you never know. Until someone has the chance to speak up. Right, because everything looks great right. on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had to distance myself from Instagram, although I did see some stories. Christina got an experience for her 40th birthday that is uh, unbelievable. Pre- presidential. <laughs> and 
you know, she was, was fortunate crying. to have it was a, it was a dream. some favor in uh, having a really good um, boss. Boss, yeah, an amazing who boss. who offered some really and cool perks. Yeah. I mean, not just cool, but like amazing uh, and family. I'm a jealous. I would say I'm boss, amazing jealous, family. Uh, I got any rich family? Yeah, I do, but they're not willing to do anything cool. Yeah. I felt very appreciated as yeah. somebody who works very hard. So yep. that was, you know, I felt, yeah, I felt real good for my 40th. It's been feeling really great. <laughs> Nah, thank you everyone that. also thank you for everyone who reached out and wished me a happy birthday and just have always been there for me so i really appreciate you guys she's still hot too right 40 years <laughs> sorry that's very inappropriate is it i don't know i think we got to wrap this up our kids are actually home on this episode and they didn't come in once i know which means something is on fire i know we got to go check on them yeah um Thank you guys. Thank you guys for, for listening to us. Listening and to this. again, subscribe, comment below. Yeah. Let us know what you're going through as well. Let's get into and an if open we can be a support, we want to be a support. But we are not therapists. We are not doctors. If you really need support, then you need to go and find that for yourself. Absolutely. And it's incredibly available nowadays. Better even, help. Even for free. BetterHelp was amazing yeah. for for me, yep. but you actually went through your insurance and were able to find somebody. I didn't know somebody. my insurance covered a therapist. Like some insurances, uh, like, it was provide free. a therapist. Go as for much you. as you want. So you know, check it, check it out, and see if that's something you know you're able to do for sure. Absolutely. Any Until next time, um, we rock chaos. Literally, it's not just a brand name. Oh, we literally rock chaos. <laughs> It's insane. It's insane. This week, anyway. It doesn't stop. Thank you guys. Again, like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to this. Bye, we you hope guys. To see you soon. Ah. Peace. <laughs>